This is Making Her Magic, the podcast. One, two, three, four. A podcast to teach you how to actually adult in life. How to run a business. How to create a balanced mindset. How to create goals, habits, and routines to serve you the best way they possibly can. This is the best advice for the best version of you. Hello, this is Amy on Making Her Magic, the podcast, and I just sounded like I was answering the phone for some reason. (laughs) Anyway, thanks so much for being here with me today. I can't wait to share what I have for you in this episode because I think a lot of you are going to be able to use it as some real sturdy motivation, a real kick in the bum. In this episode, I'm going to be sharing my personal major milestones that I have had in my life so far, and I'm going to be discussing how it was the cooperation and work of both myself and the universe conspiring into, you know, creating the life that I live today. And as you are listening and absorbing the advice I have for you today, I want you to write a mental list or even a physical list of your own personal milestones that you can come back to after you've listened to this episode and kind of reflect on and see what lessons you can use from them in order to project yourself forward into the next level version of yourself that you'd like to become. I've noticed myself saying next level version of yourself quite a lot in my most recent podcasts, and I want to reiterate why that is. Making Her Magic is not a manifestation platform or anything like that, although I do practice manifestation and visualization techniques myself. That doesn't mean I'm talking about manifesting in my teachings. When I talk about the universe and the next level of yourself, This version is the version of yourself that you dream about, and it's the one that you'll be drawn the most to, in my personal opinion, by your intuition or the universe or God or whatever you want to call it. And while we get there working together with our intuition, I'm here to teach you how to love the current version of yourself just as much as the future version. We all have aspirations and dreams and desires, and I'm here to encourage you to absolutely go for them. And I use my platforms to teach you how to do that, and at the same time, how to be present and kind and loving to yourself, even if you aren't exactly where you want to be. Does that make sense to you? Feel free to send me a DM if you're a bit confused by that, but hopefully by now, if you're a long-term listener, you'll totally get where I'm coming from. Okay, let's get into my major milestones and the lessons and advice I can pass on to you from my experiences. The first major milestone I'm going to speak about is when I started my very first business. I was 21 and I just moved down to Melbourne while I was still living in Australia. Starting a business came pretty naturally to me. I've spoken in the past about how I was kind of instilled a lot of confidence growing up. And I think that for sure played a major part in how I could not only move cities, but start a business on my own at the same time. 
During um, the startup of this business, I had so many ideas going on. I knew that I was going to continue in the industry that I was in. I was a soft tissue therapist or I think they call it uh, a myotherapist now in Australia, which is kind of the equivalent to like an RMT and physio mixed in one here in Canada. And what I wanted to do was start my own clinic and I had honestly one goal and that goal was to work as little as I could while making the money I needed to pay for rent and bills and going out and whatnot and to to be able to save extra for like one or two overseas trips a year. I knew that I didn't want to work full-time in my business because I wasn't sure where I was going to end up physically and also I didn't want to put the pressure on myself to run this clinic 24-7 and you know hire all the staff and have all of that baggage on top. Now during this time I did pick up other jobs just to make sure that when my business was starting, that if I were to only have a couple clients a week, I could still hit my financial goals with the income from the other jobs. I was an admin girl for an accounting business and I was also waitressing, um, which was a bit of a, you know, cash under the table kind of thing. Um, oh, and I was contracting, working with the NRL as a therapist also, but I didn't consider that a part of my business as I was um, contracting and wasn't an employee or anything. So that was some nice consistency when um, it came to money coming in. The lessons and knowledge I gained from the couple of years doing this before moving again overseas are still skills that I actually use today. So first of all, starting your own business, no matter how old you are, whether you're new to the industry or whether you've been in it for years, It's a fucking feat in itself, like finding out all the rules and what to get in order to operate and, you know, work out your expenses and your income and the accounting side of things. It's truly an all-round job to have running your own business. You are wearing all of the hats and forced to be adaptable and, you know, just go with whatever's thrown at you pretty much. And in saying this, for all my business gals out there, Yeah, you might have to, you know, quote unquote, do it all, but you're the boss and you get to decide what doing it all actually means to you. If that's working one day a week or seven days a week, that's your own personal decision. Your business is however big or small that you want to make it, and there is no right or wrong answer here for that. I've said before that my goal wasn't some big extravagant thing where I wanted to conquer all of Melbourne's rehab needs. (laughs) It was so that I could work very little and still live the life that I wanted, which is a very privileged position to be in, I might add. And I'm super grateful to say that I definitely achieved that. The second milestone I want to put in the spotlight is moving countries from Australia to Canada. uh, And that was in 2018. So this was on the cards for me since 2013. I tell the story of how I was on my very first family-free overseas trip to Europe and I met these two guys who had just finished um, two years living in Canada and they raved on and on about it so much that I was like, sweet, like I want to do that and I'm going to do that in like five years. Don't ask me why I said five years, but I guess that's just what I felt I needed to like finish my post-secondary studies and work and whatnot. 
Turns out that Greg, my partner, moved from the east coast of Canada where he grew up to the west coast, which is where we met and now live together, just two months prior to me meeting these two guys in Europe who made my mind up about moving. And I only recently connected the dots of the two, but that is some universe meddling shit. It was like the universe was like, okay, he's where he needs to be now. We need to get her over there somehow. Like, let me send these two randoms who will convince her of how amazing it is so she can fly over and they can meet. Like, what the heck? As if that doesn't give you goosebumps. Obviously, I'm very much into the universe and how um, it works for each of us. So if you're not into that, totally cool. But for my girlies who are, I know you just got goosebumps. (laughs) Moving countries was not a big thing in my mind because I didn't know how long I was going to go for in the first place. So essentially by having no plan, I think it's a lot less stressful. But relating this back to you, even if you have already moved countries or you've moved towns or cities or just general location within your lifetime, You know how many more lessons you learn just from that one simple act. One decision, whether it's yours or your partner's or your family's, moving is so good for the soul and to open up your eyes to new people and new ways of living. But before coming to Canada, as I said before, I moved from Canberra to Melbourne for a couple of years to live with my sister. And I was like, wow, you know, like this is a big city and I'm city living and experiencing the bars and the nightlife and, you know, people from all walks of life. And then moving countries, it's a whole other ball game. And also if you're under 35, literally costs like a couple hundred bucks to get a working visa between the Commonwealth countries. So it's not like a huge commitment to even begin with. So if you're thinking about even doing, you know, six months somewhere else, highly recommend. Are you running your own business? Or maybe you're scoping out new options and planning big moves for your life. If this sounds like you, you don't have to do it alone. I offer one-off 90-minute consultations to help you get your shit together. We take a look at where you're at, where you want to be, and everything in between. I can help you brainstorm fresh ideas and get you to organize your life to make actually living a priority. Get your one-off consultation today by heading to makinghermagic.com forward slash offers and follow the prompts. You've talked the talk. Now let's get you to walk the walk. Okay, last milestone and universal message and push was, as I talked about before, meeting Greg. Believe it as coincidence or pre-planned by the universe, the way that we met was very random and it was the best thing that I think happened to us both. I'm speaking on behalf of Greg now, but I hope he doesn't mind. (laughs) At least that's what I think anyway. Allowing myself to not only get in a relationship with someone, let alone someone who lives in a country that I did not grow up in or have much knowledge about. And for it, again, just like starting my first business and moving overseas, it just not even feeling scary or like a big step or anything like that. That's when I knew that I was on the right track. Some big decisions can feel scary, of course, but You know when deep down your gut is either like, yep, this is the right thing, keep going, or it's like, "Mm, just be careful, like be aware, like stay back a bit and think about it a bit more. 
you know the feelings I'm talking about. Our bodies totally know what's up and the universe knows what's up as well. So when they work together, it's like magic. Now, if you're still listening, hey, bestie, I'm going to share with you um, some more lesson, lessons that each of these milestones have taught me. So the first lesson being is just trust your gut. Your instinct is a real thing and it's not broken or made up or wrong. It's your energy telling you what's up and whatever you call it, your gut, your intuition or calling it whatever, it doesn't matter. It's the same thing. It's a thing that guides us in each direction we go in and to where we need to learn the lessons. The next thing that these all have taught me is to keep your support network super close. Whether that is one person or five people or 25 people, your support group is a group of people or person that you can tell everything to. And not have them either like force you, force their own opinions and beliefs on you or judge you in any way. Yes, you can trust your gut and go with your intuition as much as you want, but it can become a lonely road if you don't have that person or people that you share this with. And to learn from also, yes, I did these things on my own. But that doesn't mean I never ask for advice from people that I look, look up to and trust their opinions on. It doesn't mean that I took that advice, but I have people who I can ask questions to and take their view into consideration before making a final decision. The final piece of advice that I have for you today, based off the lessons I've learned within these three milestones, is to absolutely just live the life that you want. Don't think about what anyone else thinks or how they will will respond or how they will feel about your decisions. If you aren't hurting yourself or anyone else, you absolutely have the right to do what you deem important and what you deem the right choice for you. Some people in your life might project their thoughts and feelings onto you or might feel like, You might feel like some people don't understand the choices that you've made and that's totally okay. Your life isn't meant to be lived for them. It's for you. And the more that you listen to what you truly want, that voice deep inside that craves to travel or to ask for a promotion or for more money or to take your relationship to the next level, that's your decision to make, not anyone else's. And you shouldn't need to apologize to anyone for this. Live unapologetically the way that you want to live. I hope you can gain some ideas or insight into what you can do or make change to in your life from what I've spoken about today. I know I appreciate listening to other people's lives and, you know, hear what they have to say about certain experiences and decisions that they've made. So I hopefully can make you feel the same way. Thank you for joining me today. I will talk to you next week. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the podcast. I know how valuable your time is, so I really appreciate you choosing to tune in every single week. If you haven't already, 
please follow at Making Her Magic on Instagram and come and join our free Facebook community by searching Making Her Magic Community in the Facebook app. Don't forget to wear sunscreen today. Bye.